This episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. Welcome to Spartan Up Podcast. We're here at Dodger Stadium. It is the Spartan Stadium race. Incredible day. People are having a ball out there. I'm going to reverse the order of how we usually introduce people. We got our wonderful assistant, Andrew, who makes this all work. We've got the person who puts it all together, Mary and our Truly. producer behind the camera there. We've got Johnny. We got Tim. We got Sephra. And we got Frank Ferrante. And I want to tell you, Frank, Frank one of our greatest interviews we've had in the long time. Man, you are fantastic. So great that we actually asked you to stick around and help with the panel because you've got some really neat insights. So. I, I thought it was because you locked the door. Well, there's that too. That's, Joe, that's Joe's math. He just locks people in. So Joe's not Don't here. Don't worry, we have apples. Joe, Joe, Joe couldn't be here right now, and that's why we've got uh, Frank. But you know who else we've got? We've got a guy named Brendan Murphy. Yeah. Brendan wow. lives in Malibu, uh, world-renowned artist. But he didn't start that way. You got to work backwards. This guy has had more life experience and more changes and more pivots. And he talks about that. He talks about how you're successful at different things and how if you want to change something in your life, you got to have the courage to do it. So that's most of us in some way or another. So stick around, listen, and find out how Brendan really, did it and how you can do it. Yeah, I mean, really extraordinary. Yep. This one's really extraordinary. Just like his little baby girl that was hanging out. Extraordinary as well. Yeah, you also never know what you have inside of you until you uncover it. Until yeah. you come on the podcast. Until so let's go watch the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're here for Spartan Up with a, with a really close friend of mine and somebody, uh, we actually did an interview with him, God, about two years ago, the day that Harrison Ford crashed his plane right. in California on a golf course. I was interviewing Brendan, but we lost the tapes. So, um, so we're doing it again at Dodger Stadium. This guy is a superman. He's a um, former professional athlete, basketball player, then tennis star, Wall Street trader, now becomes like a famous artist and he's selling uh, paintings all over the world for big, big money. And by the way, no matter where I am in the world, this is the, the longest introduction I've ever done for anybody, no matter where I am in the world, if I gotta meet somebody, I just call Brendan and say, who do you got in Mongolia? And he hooks me up with like Genghis Khan. He knows everybody, <laughs> everywhere. Right. All right. My, well, my currency really is are my friendships. Yeah. Um, you especially in the Spartan nation, but that's my currency. I've learned. I wish I had more of the other currency sometimes. <laughs> actual, but, actual cash. But yeah, you know. But it it uh, by having uh, good friends and a very strong network, it actually uh, helps me make the other. That's sure. part of my sure, business. Sure. And, they're and they're then, closely intertwined. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's uh, and it's become. A, I've done a few pivots as you have, and I enjoy pivots. Well, you, you grew up in Rhode Island. Talk about a pivot, and now yeah. I live in Malibu. Nice, with the, with the Malibu mob. Yeah, right. I, I think I'm alone up there, the Malibu mob. But yeah, it's much, it, it couldn't be more different. But you, you grew up in a perfect household? Where no, you... I, grew, I grew up, well, my parents, yes. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in one of the uh, nastiest, rudest, roughest environments you could, outside of probably <clears throat> Queens, Brooklyn, those kind of places. I, I know that now. Right. I know that now, having been all over the world and left and going back, sure, it's really. But you know, otherwise, you think it's normal. I did think it was normal, right? And I realize now that it was uh, 
never mind progressive, whatever the opposite of progressive was. And that's yeah. where I came from. Yeah. And that's what I thought was okay. Normal. Yeah. And, uh, and you played basketball as a kid? And I played basketball, and I was the only white guy on the court, and drug dealers, and right. playing, you know, it was just a really rough environment, uh, which I learned. I grew up where, as you know, being tough is a badge of honor. Right. Uh, what I've learned is it's great, but if you're not smart, doesn't right. do anything for sure, you. Sure, sure. And if you're not, uh, let's say, flexible, or if you don't understand that life truly is liquid, right. you can't just keep running through the wall. Right. You can't because you'll hit a you'll hit a real. Yeah, thick wall. I'm learning. So, I'm learning that. Yeah, no. I'm I mean, getting tired of banging up against the wall. But your toughness has gotten you here. But you, but you, you uh, discount your ability to adapt. Your liquid problem-solving abilities. You always undermine that. And that's one of your best qualities. You just don't like to talk about it because it makes you sound soft. But it's not. It's You're a, like a psychologist a, too. No, I just think that I've been around as you have. Yeah. Right. And right. you and you know from where you came from, very similar. Yeah, similar backgrounds. How people spoke, how people approached the day, the where the ceiling was. I mean, the ceiling was here right. compared to where you, you don't have a ceiling. Your kids don't have a ceiling. Sure. Our ceiling was just get a house, yeah. don't kill anybody, our don't ceiling, go to jail. Our ceiling was a drop ceiling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and and I think once you get out of that and live yeah. beyond it, and you meet these, you meet, you mentioned Bracken, you know, guy's a CEO, world class, and he's telling about them. You can't help but become, you know, even yeah. more enlightened and self-aware, right? So, so you pull yourself out of the neighborhood. Yeah. You go play professional basketball. Overseas. Overseas. Yeah, Germany. How long? Six seasons, six years. Six years. The game kind of passed me by. Right. Uh, six four shooter doesn't get it done anymore. Um, but uh, I develop again. I speak German. I still visit two or three times a year, and probably some of my closest friends. We play every year. We play. Uh, the, now it's the 45 nationals, but we all get together and play as a team every year in the in the world championships. As awesome. A, same guys. And then from there, you go to Wall Street? I go to New York. Didn't know anybody, not right. one person. Yeah. And I was a trader, a Wall Street trader. And uh, I loved the juice, you know. Right. And I was doing very well, but it, I didn't feel, I didn't feel happy. I, in other words, I still approach the day in a positive manner, but I knew it wasn't me. I just didn't know what, as you know, right. saying you're a creative person from where we came from, right. you get beat up. You get beat up, yeah. The kids up at Brown you're, University, you're, right. I had to, when I was growing up, I had to, I couldn't tell anybody. I, I liked hanging around Thayer Street. Right. That's where all the weirdos were. Right. So I still had this at 29 in the city. I was afraid to admit yeah. that even though I was making money, I was in Wall Street. I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I hated it. Hated it. So how, when did you find out you were an artist? I knew I was a creative person. So the first thing was accepting that. And I think New York helps. Because yeah, right? yeah. there's a bunch of weirdos. Melting, melting pot, weirdos. Yeah. Yeah, right. I still use the term. And yeah. I'm the biggest one. Right. Um, two things. Very quick. My buddy was the stage manager at David Letterman show. Big Gene. Big Gene Szymanski. And he would have me come down. When I, whenever there was a great act, uh, and I'd go and watch the rehearsal. So he says, you gotta come today. So I'd go down at two o'clock, there's three people there. Me, David Lett, 
and in walks Robert Plant. And I don't, my knees don't knock for anybody. And that was one of the times. And he's in sweatpants and a t-shirt with his daughter, his new wife, and his ex-wife. And I said, I don't, all I know is that's what I want to be. And, the guy, and then I went back to the office and I'm on this trading desk. And not one guy resembled in any way that lifestyle. And this is beyond fitness and all that. And then 9-11 happened. And I was on a roof watching the buildings going down and lost some friends and anyone that was there and, and felt the jets go over, felt like 20 feet. That was a mirror. For anyone not doing the right thing, that was a mirror like, okay, now I'm going to do what I should be doing. Right. And I snuck out of the city and I had a little cabin on a river in Rhode Island. And I started, I bought, I bought the canvases and I decided this is what I'm doing. I had already painted as a hobby. I said, that's what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to pull it off. I'm going to be a creative person. And I never went back to the office. And uh, that was the beginning. A painting. It was a very broad pivot. It had made no sense. It was a big step into the unknown. But, but I, mean, I embraced going, but, that. But I mean, going from basketball to Wall Street is a big step too. But, yeah, I mean, but I was comfortable in the unknown. I lived there. Right. A lot of people don't. And see, that you have helped people make pivots. But part of it is they have to embrace the liquidity of life. Right. You give them the the grit and the tools to, you know, ah, come on, the fortitude. But it, they also have to embrace it. That's the reality. If sure. you're going to make a pivot, you better get ready to be scared. And deal with whatever comes your yes. way. Yeah. And this is how, and then you say, and then you tell them, this is how you deal with it. Be comfortable being uncomfortable, I like to say. Right? Yeah. right. That's the unknown. And that terrifies people. So I think I had an advantage on some level in that it didn't, it didn't terrify me. Yeah. And Let's, then, um, why don't we go uh, do some burpees? Take a burpee break. We can try. And then we'll come back and talk about um, how people can maybe apply some of these creative learnings to solve some problems in their life. Absolutely. I think the creative process is, though it's, it's not climbing the walls and stuff, but the emotionally and uh, intellectually, it's the same problem solving. It's the same process. Sure. Let's go. Hey, so I, I love this stuff that we get now and then for the podcast. This Athletic Greens, I'd never tried this before. I drink a lot of green stuff yeah. I have for years. This is the most drinkable one that I've ever had. Like, it's easy to go down. We're going to try and drink this stuff every day. It's nice that it actually is something you look forward to. Yeah, and it's got everything you need, right? All your nutrition's in there. We've Over time, we've met a lot of vegetarians, fruititarians, those kinds yeah. of people. <laughs> he and knows well, what a fruititarian no, is. I do know what a fruititarian is. That's impressive. <laughs> okay, so the point is... The point is, it is tough to get all those nutrients every day. We all have a very busy life, right? And so you make excuses and you grab something on the run. But here, everything is packaged for you. Yeah, but not only is it tough to get the nutrients, if you look at the different microclimates it's from, it's globe artichoke and it's cacao and it's slippery elm, which all grow in different places all over the world. So if you're going to go forage all those things together, that's like a... Right, that's you like don't a, have the that's time. That's like circumnavigation of the world, so it's a lot easier when it's in a little package. Yeah, and 75 different ones in one package. All in one. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, like this right, gondola well, going up the mountain. Oh, yeah, up. mention mention that. We are in Morzine, France right now. Uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. We're on a gondola going to the top of the mountain, and uh, we've got our athletic greens. So the hills good. are alive with athletic greens. <laughs> this episode of Spartan Up is brought to you by Athletic Greens.
ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs. Athletic Greens has a special offer for our listeners. Just go to athleticgreens.com Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. All right. Those burpees were hell, but you have an open mind and a creative process that you do, and somehow you smile through these things. What, like, let's apply some of that to our regular lives. What do you got? Like, how can we do that? Applying creative, creative process, process to problem solving? To problem solving, right? Because I mean, you very, didn't want to do the burpees and you applied a creative process to it yeah. and somehow you got I chose a more efficient route <laughs> sitting here. No. Um, <clears throat> well, I, again, I think, I think you start with a concept or an idea. <clears throat> Those words can be kind of flip-flopped. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you, you have to engage, you have to commit <clears throat> to finding the, or just, you know, you have to jump in. You have to take that next step. Yeah. Most of my artwork and my sculptures and all that stuff right now, at least for the last year and a half, deals specifically with taking that next step. That's, that's the biggest part. Once you're in there, you can't, you know, it's like this race. You can't, once you're halfway through, you can't go backwards. Sure. So you got to finish. So that's very similar to the creative process. But, you you uh, it behooves you to uh, kind of know how other people did it before, how other people did things before, how Joe problem solved. How why not know how ten different guys? And I think that's what your podcast brings is right. a look at twenty different guys how they problem solve. Right. That be it helps you. So again, creative process very similar, and and then there'll come a moment where. You got to make the three-pointer. You got to make it. First of all, you got to take the shot, and you got to either make it or miss it. You miss it, at least you took it. At least you're on the court. At least you. Yeah. You 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 don't. You're gonna you, miss. You don't make one one hundred percent of shots you don't take. Yeah. Right. But you can't wait for the another sports analogy. You can't wait for the perfect pitch. You can't wait for. So it's funny. there's it's a funny. spot there. I I constantly fight with a bunch of people about this idea of um, aim ready fire. And I'm I'm like fire ready aim. I don't know if that's how yeah, you. But you are live. But you also live. You are a very present person. That's why you and I get along. I don't know one time where uh, we've been on the cell phone to, when we talk, and that's awesome. So you're ready to fire all the time. Right. And so I think there's something going on also. And the reason why people love this, and 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 love these, you know, those moments. Is because they really are right there. That right. that part where you've got to, where I've got to make a decision on the canvas, right? There's no going back. I could screw it up. That's life. That's living, right? And and the way you live and your team, you guys are always ready to fire. And I think this is all about you've got the more you're in the moment, the better you can problem solve. Yeah. Right. I take a walk with the dog. Every day, probably three times a day, with no phone, no nothing. I specifically, specifically try to do trails that where the phone doesn't work. Right. And what happens? There's like all this clutter, and about seven minutes in, I start to just think about it. I start to problem solve. Imagine that clarity. Yeah. Right. So. We were talking yesterday about um, a monkey brain, monkey mind, where your, your mind is racing or whatever. And I, and I said um, I meditate when I run because I think what I do is. I get to a place where the monkey gets tired and passes out. And then yeah. all of a sudden your mind becomes calm. 
right? Yeah. And then you can't lose. Right. Then those moments become, they're not so scary. Because you, you're, hey, whatever. If I miss, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll figure right. something else out. Yeah. But if you want to pivot, you want to problem solve, you want to be a better person, you want to be more successful, you know, that you got to, I think this, you've got to be really kind of as much in the moment as you can be. Which it doesn't mean you're going to do, you're going to make the right decision, but you got a better shot. If sure. you're distracted and you're not paying attention and you, you got, you really have zero chance. Sure. It's like trying to hit a pitcher and looking up in the crowd. Right. No. Ain't going to happen. Nobody's on the cell phone in the dugout. Right. It's like, it's very clear. I mean, you right. can't play, you can't perform. So why would you assume you can make a good decision in life if you've always devices around you yeah and that, that just yeah and and again in the studio in any music studio nobody's on the cell phone right I, I don't, that's no i think that i think that's a big takeaway hard to do but i think it's a big takeaway that's it and your philosophy is just do it put it down which i get they should have i, I just envision they should have like an alcoholics anonymous for cell phone addictions absolutely right it's crushing but you know what for me at my age because i still am trying i'm very still ambitious still trying to do well you know i'm like way out i mean it gives me a chance to i'm a, i'm i'm the hare right i mean i'm sorry i'm the i'm the tortoise i've always i've always been and this now i'm catching them you know go ahead and keep doing that so i'm not saying that much about it right. you're in a position where you i think you you should address it yeah. it's a big deal yeah and what's great about this is no one even is carrying it for one hour and they have a blast. In the race. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I think if they carry it over, look, I'm Maybe just Maybe the first to, obstacle should be, if you have your phone, throw it in this bucket. They would do it. All right. Yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to just focus on that, but I mean, you talk about problem solving. I think yeah. Being in a studio, working out, all these things uh, offer some clarity. So, so big takeaways for the audience. Uh, one is, uh, don't be afraid to pivot. You've pivoted three or four times in your life, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The other is, think broadly. Embrace the unknown. Life is liquid. Right. Life is not A plus B equals C. Right. And as soon as you accept that, that it is liquid, and you start to move that way, you can get down that river without drowning. If right. you keep thinking it's A plus B equals C, man, it's going to be harder. Right. So it is liquid. Accept it. Embrace the unknown. You're in there. You'll get through it. Use use your tools. Use the guys you're in, right? Use yeah. some of the tools I use. Go for a walk. I don't know. Get rid of the devices. Be in the moment. Yeah. Clear your head. Obviously, the, the physical fitness part to me is a no-brainer. Open up your hips. If yeah. you're a guy, open up your hips. Move more. You shouldn't have back pain. Eat better. All that stuff should yeah. be yeah. a no-brainer. I like that tagline. Move more. That's it. Yeah. You're the man. We did it. Only we took it. what three years. <laughs> Try not to lose the tape. <laughs> pivot. The big pivot, right? Pivot, yeah. What are you talking about? You got to have the. You got to have. Not be afraid to take the big step. Yep. You know, uh, and that guy had a lot of big steps in it through his story. But in a mental image I got that nobody got to see, but I want to walk you through quickly, was him and Joe on the floor, 
yeah. uh, doing some kind of stretch. Hip openers. And, and him telling Joe, open up your hips, open up your hips, as they were rolling yeah. across the floor. Anyway, that was a little segue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> pa, I mean, uh, taking these big like, pivots. It was like watching Swan Lake. Yeah. And or Black Swan. One of, <laughs> one of the things he said to me, again, that resonates is you can't, and it was a sports analogy, but you can't hit a pitch if you're looking in the stands. Yeah, that right? was pretty cool. Right, so don't be distracted, right? Again, it's about focus, and it's about knowing what you want to do. Yeah. And so for all of us and all you out there, he's talking about <clears throat> the distractions of life, right? Yep. Get rid of you get rid of your, your, your phones and the rest of that. And that's not a popular thing to say these on. days. No, it isn't, but... Powerful. But, I, you know, it was a good lesson from him, I thought. Um, Frank, one thing you talked about that I know you talked about in your interview, too. He talked about coming from a neighborhood where um, it wasn't cool to admit that you liked art. It wasn't cool to admit right, that you were sensitive, right. that you had to be tough. That's true. And uh, and you're <laughs> we're, co we're, 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 we're coaching on, on know, the fly I'm because it's first, Frank's first time as a panelist. He's got, he's but, got the loop. But, but, he but, looks real good. <laughs> but, but in terms of the ability to dig in and become who you are, even if it's not... Right who the people around you were encouraging you to be, and you've experienced well, that. Well, I, I can specifically say that uh, my experience with that, when I was a little kid, uh, watching Ed Sullivan, which, yep. was a, which was a religious thing. Everybody had to mm -hmm. be home to watch Ed Sullivan on sure. Sunday night. And it was a variety show. And I remember as a little boy, I saw flamenco dancers. Yeah, yeah. And I was completely intrigued with these people. With, you know, but I mean, when you have, when the guys that you look up to are Nunzio and Fredo and those guys, you can't walk up to guys like Robert Dinero and say, you know, hey, I, I just saw this thing on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> I'd like to be a flamenco dancer. Yeah, sure. There wasn't this, this is before they invented space. Like, yeah, they, sure. There wasn't the space to do that. And, and what he did was really remarkable Who because because I think it was women in the 70s. Yeah. I, I, I think that that what's remarkable about him is that is that he did come from that place and, and to ascend from there is not easy. No, sure. You know, it's not really it's, it's not an easy thing to do. And to and to go into that path of self-discovery is really, you know, very quite remarkable and courageous on his part. 100 percent. And I guess for anyone watching it, the other thing that's really great, too, is that he did go through a few incarnations, right? He was right. a uh, professional athlete, and then he was a trader. And then as a trader, he said, I'm making money, but I'm not fulfilled. I want to become an artist. And so... But he it, said he still did it positively, which yeah, I think is right. a really key concept. Sure. Even though he knew in his gut this wasn't his lifelong, long-term end game. He still brought he, good energy. Yeah, he still brought good energy to it. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like, even if you're not happy, you don't need to complain to always make your environment and ecosphere like miserable with you and it's probably why he's been know, successful at yeah. each of the things he's done because if yeah. you're a trader and you hate being a trader and you tell people you've been a trader you're not gonna be a good trader right. but but you can do something for a while take the benefit from it the sure. the, the life lessons from it and then translate that into the next well, thing it, it's not making your circumstances who you are yeah sure exactly you know, it's, it's not seeing yourself as your circumstances yeah 100 you know? yeah the, the, well, no, I'm going to backtrack some here. Which sure. is, you already you already covered a little bit, but you talked about flamingo backtrack. Gr gr growing up and and idolizing that being tough is kind of the, yep. the mark of a man, right? And he said, "But that's great, but it, being tough is irrelevant unless you're also smart." Yeah, sure. Right, because it, being tough will only take you so far, and it it can take you. Yep, you know, sure. And it can burst down, break down walls, or whatever, and you can get a certain distance. But if you don't have the intelligence to combine with it, well, the, the, then, then all you are is going to be the a, pivotal thing a, about a about about being a mature man is you at one point if you're if you're fortunate you recognize the difference between power and force. Yeah. Because that whole tough thing, those people I grew up with, right? They didn't have the courage to <laughs> expose themselves, you know, to really show who they were. 
that's not that's not really courageous, you know. And it, it is, you know, there is a oh, toughness. Good it, point. You know, you know, it is. That is a know, great point. But well, to really show, you know, like, hey, man, like, you know, to let's say, for example, I, I'd say that you know, to have the courage to live your tell, vision to tell your wife, hey, man, right now I'm scared of everything. You know, it's, it's funny you know? when you said that it brought back a memory, personal memory of mine from years and years ago. So I was in the gym and I was lifting weights and I was bench pressing and I asked this general happened to be like the only guy around and I asked him if he would spot me. And he did. And when, it, when I picked up the weight and I put it down, and he said, man, I couldn't have done that. And I looked at him, and I'm thinking, of course you couldn't. But I, what I said to him was, well, of course you couldn't. I'm a lot stronger than you. You're just more powerful than me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you couldn't have done what, ask for help? No, he couldn't have picked up the weight. Oh. No, but, 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 but he was powerful but in a different way. But he's being a powerful man. Got yeah. it. So, but, you know, I said, no, I'm stronger. You're just more powerful, which is what you're talking about. I actually want to defer to Sefer, for example, because we got three reasonably powerful men here we also got a powerful woman i want to hear what you had to take from us the seed goddess the oh, seed goddess yeah, yeah. You're, you're on the panel forever <laughs> sorry joe no, it's separate. Oh, Get, i do have some poignant points but they've um like dandelion seeds they've uh <laughs> they've wait blown till, away wait from... you get older no so that so that <laughs> your whole head so my so what what my beautiful takeaway with brendan was right is um it's you can see why his currency is his friend. Yeah. yeah he's like, yeah, right. because he said, he said like, it's the network of people I have. And Joe says anywhere I go in the world, he's the one that I call. Yeah. And you can tell because it's like his soul has been squeegeed from the inside. His eyes are clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His heart is clear. His advice is like very real and not mushy or garbage, but like very honest, but also subtle and gentle and zen and then yeah. you see him just snuggling his daughter and it's, it's like so beautiful it's yeah. like this this guy is pure love he's pure goodness and he's also tough in a beautiful way and real and he's, so, he's got tremendous presence and again yeah. that's a, a theme with a lot of our guests lately is their presence and it doesn't matter how much you know if you can't present it in a way that people care right. so i'm gonna jump to <laughs> spartan.com slash podcast where you're gonna meet a whole bunch of people with presence with passion with a great We're message there week after week subscribe on youtube itunes tell your friends frank you rock thanks so much for being here thank you Toodles. this episode of spartan up is brought to you by athletic greens ensure your body gets the nutrition it needs athletic greens has a special offer for our listeners just go to athleticgreens.com slash Spartan, and then when you place your order, they'll send you a free travel pack with 20 individually wrapped packets. That's a free offer just for our listeners. Thanks for listening to another epic story of success. If you like our show, be sure to tell your friends about it. We want to hear from you. Just leave us a comment below if you're watching on YouTube, or if you're listening, go to Twitter and find us at SpartanUpPod or Instagram at SpartanUpPodcast, and let us know what you think. Then go subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to our show. Spartan Up is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com. Spartan.